0: A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy Saturday. Happy
1: Saturday, Dan. It's
2: a sad week this week.
1: <laughs> okay. Well,
2: it's a happy Saturday, but with.
1: That was <laughs> a little manic, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of sad things that happened this past week. I found out I'm allergic to mayo. Okay, mayonnaise. I thought
1: maybe you're gonna like bring up the Queen. I don't know.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> Now I feel I feel small and petty er than normal. But no, yes. I mean that was bad too. But let's get back to mayo. I, you know, I, I've I had I love mayo. I I can't tell you how much I love mayo, and I don't know what's happened. But all of a sudden, out of the blue, it causes distress and pain. And I I don't enjoy that. No, And
1: two of us (laughs) do. No,
2: (laughs) I don't know what to do about it. I feel like there's so many empty parts of my life now that mayo's not a part of it.
1: Don't eat it is what you do. But the other
2: people at the table eat it. And that's the thing that's really, I think we should all take one for the team here.
1: This is gonna sound gross to some people, maybe. Maybe, but probably not. A person not. that couldn't have mayonnaise for a long time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, uh, because I was allergic to it. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, ranch as a replacement.
2: Yeah, I'm using that because it's yeah. white too. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of other things in well. the fridge that are white, um, but. I've tried ranch. It's not mayo. It's not
1: the same. I
2: know. Yes. And I'm sorry about the queen, too. I don't know if she liked mayo or not. Or I I think there are like
1: vegan options for mayo. That's a bridge too far. A fake mayo. No.
2: No. I'll just gut through the pain and the misery.
1: <laughs> oh, you're still going to eat it. Yeah, I'll okay.
2: enjoy my spoonfuls of mayo just like I used oh, to. God. That's how I go to bed at night. Anyway, let's get on with the show. We've got all kinds of things planned. We're going to be on the phone with Zach Krager from Ayers Basement Systems talking about whole home power yes. in the event of-
1: A power outage. A
2: power outage, Yeah. So yeah, I don't even need to explain anymore about that. I (laughs) really feel like I want to because it's my way. But yeah, that says it all. And then we're gonna keep Zach on the phone is the intent. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna talk about all the different things that Ayers Basement Systems offers. I really think they need to change their name. They cover so many different things. Yeah,
1: they've expanded so much into different territory that basement doesn't really encompass.
2: No, concrete leveling, electrical plumbing, all kinds of different things. We're gonna talk about that. Because they can be a great solution for a number of different problems that we all deal with in our homes. Exactly. But right now, let's talk about problems in the home. I've talked about my problem, a fridge full of mayo that Dan can't eat. Let's talk about Haley's problem. Cabinets that you painted, which was yay, right? And then hated the color, which was boo. Not so sad, not so happy. So talk about this a minute because there's so (laughs) many interesting things here. And there's all lessons that we can all learn from this. Yep. And the first lesson, I think, that's really off of our script is listening to what we have said would have been a good idea for you. Because <laughs> you broke a number of different rules I did. Or, or ideas well, or suggestions. I
1: rushed it. I think it all breaks down. When you don't really follow the process.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So talk about, you know, just give everybody a background about what happened. You know, you're working on your garage. We've talked Mm -hmm. about that. Yes. All of a sudden you find out your husband's got to go away like a business trip thing, right?
1: He's going to be out of town over the weekend. And so I think, well, I've got the kitchen I could work on. It's been in the back of my mind for a while now. I've really wanted to change it since I moved into the house. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm kind of on pause. I need someone else there to do the rest of the garage, so I really need something like solo project. And I had some paint, so I thought I could just paint the cabinets this weekend, and right. I'll have a completely new kitchen when he comes home, and that'll be great.
2: Right. So you got that going on. I think it's really funny, too, that you also mentioned that you had some family coming over yes. that same weekend. So yeah. you thought, in your mind, this like, is okay, I'm going to do this in the
1: next 24 hours, and Yeah, it's going to be great.
2: <laughs> Everybody's going to love my new kitchen. Well, it turns out you put the color on. You had sampled some colors ahead of time. So at yes. least you'd done that much. Yep. And you thought you knew what you wanted. You got halfway mm-hmm. through and realized, I don't like it's this green. Terrible. You went with the color of the year from Benjamin Moore. That's yeah. important. That comes up later.
1: October mist. Yeah. Which is normally, it's a good color. Mm, you sure. know, I've used it in other spaces, and I've really liked it a lot. Um. I did not follow my own advice in that I didn't specifically sample it in my kitchen space. I just kind of trusted that it would work because I've used it elsewhere.
2: Okay, that's news to me. Wait a minute now. So you didn't even look... I knew you sampled the colors, and I knew you didn't put it on the cabinet doors.
1: I sampled other colors on the cabinet.
2: But you didn't actually even look at it in the space?
1: I... Took a piece of something that had October mist oh, man. on it.
2: Okay, so in this space, and how did that work out for you? You didn't like it at all.
1: No, it looked completely different. Not at all like October mist should look in my mind. Right, and
2: so you made some changes. Found another green, right? I mean, you're depressed a little bit. You're you're frustrated, disappointed. Let's a say disappointed that. Disappointed because they're it's half not painted. <laughs> it's not. I can't eat mayo level of depression. Sure. It's just disappointment, yes. right?
1: And normally I don't make these big color mistakes too, so it's you and know it was a hit to the ego.
2: That's why I'm really dwelling on it because I really like to you know yeah put the spotlight on uh. this. Anyway, you found a new green. Got the paint for that. Put that on on the rest of the cabinets. Painted right. the whole thing. Yes. Everything's painted with this new green. Yes,
1: because I sampled some other greens.
2: And you still don't know that you love it.
1: Yeah, I so think funny. Green might be just not the right color in general. Like any green, you okay. know. I always had this image in my mind right. that my cabinets were going to be green. Yep. I've just always loved like minty, sagey mm-hmm. greens on right. cabinets, even before it was really popular. That's just like a bonus now, and. I, I didn't even really consider other colors because that's just what was in my head as that's what's happening.
2: Okay. So that's the scoop. That's what's going on. And right now you're on pause. You're looking at that, trying to decide. Mm-hmm. All right. So now let's look at that and then distill Various lessons from that that everybody can take advantage of. And, you know, as much fun as I'm trying to have with this, because it is kind of funny that you screwed up the color thing. That really cracks me up.
1: I just like to rub that in. I
2: live in that zone. It's fun to see you do this. And I guess that's one thing I want to point out is a lot of us make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the tendency is to think after one or two of those, sometimes just after one,
0: I'm I'm not good good at at this, this.
2: right? I'm not good at the whole DIY thing. And that's really not the case because you would consider yourself good at the DIY stuff. Yes.
1: And I would consider myself like a color expert. So everyone makes mistakes.
2: Right. So that's the first (laughs) thing. Just there are ways to work around it. Right. So let's talk about that. And the very first lesson that I think we can pull from this is just it really reinforces the necessity of slowing down. Right. We talked about it on previous segments, on previous shows where... You know, the, the, the idea comes to paint the bedroom this weekend. Mm-hmm. Don't go and paint the bedroom this weekend unless you've really prepped ahead of time.
1: Well, it's hard because when we have the energy to do something, it's like it doesn't come around that often. Right. Mm-hmm. So you want to use it while you have it. Right. And just get it done. And you have this image in your head of something looking completely different within a short amount of time because that is like the beauty of paint. But. Ultimately, you make a lot of mistakes because you've rushed into something that you haven't planned a lot for.
2: And that was your problem. It wasn't so much that, you know, you hadn't, you had planned.
1: But not a lot. You hadn't
2: planned enough. (laughs) And so I guess there's so many things to think about. The main thing is just understand it's really important to slow down. Mm -hmm. Kind of connected to that is if if you're anticipating a project. Yeah. You know, this fall, I'm going to probably paint the bedroom. Or this winter, we're going to get this done. Or next spring. And if, if you've got a project like that and if choosing color is part of that project, you, know, right. you don't have that nailed down yet, start working on it right now because you don't know. Maybe three weeks from now, something opens up. A painter that you would try to get all of a sudden has an opening mm-hmm. and now you've got to have a decision. Right. You don't want to be in that spot where you're like where you were. Exactly. I kind of have an idea, but I haven't nailed it down. And now I've got to make a quick choice and I can really make a wrong decision. Exactly. Start now, no matter how far ahead the projects are, picking your colors, getting your inspiration, sampling your colors. Yeah.
1: Give yourself time to make the mistakes ahead of time so that you're not wasting a bunch of money and time when you're actually trying to do it.
2: And that way, if you do have a weekend like you had, yeah, you can jump in yes. and you're ready for it. Exactly. Lesson one. Second one, then we'll take a break. And we'll wrap it up on the other side. Second lesson: Let's talk about the pros and cons of color trends, right? Right. Because a lot I of the times,
1: use October yeah, miss. Right,
2: and a lot of times, if we haven't made choices, and this wasn't your situation, mm-hmm. but if we haven't made color choices, and we decide I'm painting a room this weekend, the very first thing we always hear in the store is, "What's popular right now?" Yeah. What are other people? What's doing? the color of the year? Yep. And the idea is that well, if it's popular. If it's the color of the year, if it's a color trend, it's gonna work in my space. Right, It'll just be fine.
1: Automatically.
2: That's not how it works. No. You use the color of the year and it didn't work in your space at all. It exactly. looked terrible. It looked terrible.
1: Which is not doesn't mean that it's a bad color. It was just not the right color for my space. In
2: that room, because you have that same yes. color in other parts of the home.
1: Right, and it's fine. But it was not right for my kitchen, and that happens all the time. It, the color of the year is not the silver bullet where it's just automatically going to work in every situation, that'd be great, but that's just not how color works. Really, it's meant to be a jumping off point Mm -hmm. that greens that are gray and sagey are a trend in general. October Mist is a great version of that. However, if you're going with that direction, you should really be sampling multiple types of green with similar undertones, but they give you a range so yeah. you can find the right one for your specific
2: space. Yeah. The color of the year, it's a jumping off point, not a reason to jump off yes. of something. <laughs> so yeah, don't take it so literally. Remember that. All right. That's going to be all I think we can cram into that segment. Should we take a break? Are you willing you should-
1: to hang around? I... I have it's, to, it's your job. So. You're going
2: to be here. All right. We'll talk about the rest of the lessons Haley learned and that we can all take advantage of mm-hmm. after she made her huge color mistake <laughs> yep. in her kitchen. We'll do so all lame. of that on the other side of the
0: break. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back and Haley we're talking about your kitchen.
2: You painted your kitchen cabinets mm-hmm. kind of spur of the moment. Yeah, I rushed it. Rushed it. Didn't like the color and we all know what that feels like. Yes. And if we haven't been in that situation, we most it likely will, will be, right? <laughs> and it's a horrible feeling. You know, you get this room done or you get it partway done You've expended money on paint, you've put in time, energy, all of that, and you're looking at it thinking, I hate it. I Mm -hmm. absolutely hate it. Worst case scenario, you've hired it done. So now you've paid to have somebody. All of these things can happen, and we're looking at these colors and sometimes hating them, and we know what that feels like. It's miserable. So we're trying to prevent that. We can't necessarily fix it or sponge it away once it's happened. Once no. it's happened, we got to just soldier on like good little soldiers, right? <laughs> like I have to do now that I can't eat mayonnaise on a regular basis.
1: Yeah.
0: You're turns out I'm allergic. On. I'm going to have to
2: soldier on. So will you regarding your kitchen. But we can learn things from it and hopefully make adjustments and not find ourselves in that situation. We've been talking about some of those lessons. The third one that we want to talk about is just the importance of listening to your space. And it's kind of an out there concept. And yes. we talked about it. But let's. Talk about what what we're really getting at and yeah. then how practically we can listen to our spaces. I we talked
1: about the same thing with my dining room, but...
2: That time today, you listened, though, I right? I did listen
1: that time. I did not listen this time. And that's, I think, one of the problems that I ran into. But what it means really is not forcing an aesthetic onto a space that really isn't right for it. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a Victorian house with all of this character and you want something that looks sleek and modern, it's probably not gonna fulfill those expectations. Right. You're gonna way. you're gonna
2: constantly be struggling against it. You yes. know, I think about the the all white interior look mm-hmm. that was really big is still kinda big. We yeah. see it still a lot. And there's aspects of it that I like. But my home, it's just not its thing. It's right. just not gonna pull it off. No. And I could try it and I will have some success. But it's not going to feel like what I thought it was going to feel like. Exactly. And that can be a problem. And that's what you had with the kitchen because you love green. You always wanted it on the cabinets.
1: Yep. And I just didn't really look at my specific situation close enough to realize that the kitchen was really asking for a warmer color in that Mm -hmm. space. Um, It's an east facing room. Typically, warmer colors are going to do much better in that type of light because it amplifies the red, orange light that you already have coming into that space. Cool colors are going to be dulled way, way down to where they look kind of dead. In that, that's light. what you ended up exactly, with exactly, which you, is exactly what happened.
2: You have this uh, green on the cabinets; it's the color of the year, October mm-hmm. mist, and you said it looks dingy. It almost looks dirty. Yes. It's just a gross green. You said
1: dead fish. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just not. I
2: have a way with words. Good. <laughs> All right, so you've got to listen to your space. How do you do that? You pay attention to the architectural elements. You pay mm-hmm. attention to what's going on. You've got some heavy trim, it yes. feels like, you yep. know, a really dark, rich, red, wood-stained trim. You've exactly. got to adjust to that, or at least work with that, or change that if right. you can. And it's a combination of things. Certain things can be painted over and mm-hmm. somewhat changed. Certain elements are never going to go away. Yeah. And you're better off to change your aesthetic or your target than to try to make the house Fit like something, force it. Yeah, yeah. That it's not going to. So be aware of that. It can really cause some trouble. The next lesson. We can be brief on this one because we've already hit a fair amount of it and we talk about it all the time. But it's the value of sampling colors in the space that you're working with, on the surface that you're going to be painting, and in a large enough scale that you can get a good idea of it.
1: Right. I think a lot of times people just do like a few little brush strokes on the wall and they call it good, now it's sampled, but really that sample isn't much bigger than the architectural sheets that we just give away. That's not a big enough sample size for you to actually get an accurate depiction of that color. Your eye is still factoring in all of the surroundings mm-hmm. and you actually don't physically see the color the way that it's going to look when it's bigger.
2: Right. You can get a half pint mm-hmm. sample can of any Benjamin Moore color, super inexpensive, and it will do a large enough area that you'll get a good view of the color. Yep. It's really important. It will save you a lot of potential struggles down yep. the road. I
1: would have been completely saved.
2: All right. So the next one, lesson five, <clears throat> if you're not in love with the results, what do you do? You know, the tendency is to want to panic. But we're going to say take a deep breath and hit pause as much as you can.
1: Yeah, I had a really hard time not just immediately buying a new gallon of paint and a new color mm-hmm. on Monday morning just but, to get it painted again. But
2: And so many people do. But the mm-hmm. problem is now you... you Basically, create the same mistakes and yes. the same series of mistakes all over again. Exactly. You rush into the next step. You jump into a new color. You buy new paint. You put that on, which you did. And you're still not completely sure about it. Yeah. So no, take that pause, true. right? Now, that doesn't mean you always can. Y- you recommend putting the room back together, even. Yes. You that's know, you get it painted. what I did.
1: Like after I repainted the cabinets completely with this different green. Even though I knew afterwards that I wasn't sold on it 100%, I knew that I really needed to hit pause and just live with the color for a minute, figure out what wasn't working, why it didn't feel right, so that I had more information when I actually need to go back and paint again.
2: Right. And the whole thing is it it may not feel right just because the room's in disarray. Mm-hmm. The room's exactly. not put back together yet. And you know if you've got painting supplies all over the place. We've had people do that. I've done that. I've got drop cloths all over the place and cans on the counter and whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm upset that the cabinets don't look great. Well, nothing yeah, looks great exactly. with all that's there. <laughs> at least clean off some of that. Get a good look at it. Yeah. And I know it's not fun to pause, but it's way better than rushing into the next stage of things and
1: just making the same mistake all over again. Making the mistake again. again.
2: So, that's that lesson. Last one. We've got about a minute to go. We'll make it quick. If you do decide it's time to pull the plug, mm-hmm. it's time to start over. We're not going to be – probably shouldn't say pull the plug. That feels kind of – Start kinda... over. If it's time to start over, <laughs> let's make sure we get it right and we just move on, Haley. Don't even stop and laugh uh, about that. We'll just keep moving. Uh-huh. How do you make sure you get it right? Well, you come into the store, any rep collider Port City Paints, and let us help you. Yes. Bring in pictures of your space. Pictures in, of the
1: target, you know, yeah, what you were hoping for. Yeah,
2: what you were shooting for. Bring in your paint. That will help us yeah. determine what's exactly going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll know exactly the color you're working with, how it, you know, comes out in the paint that you've got.
1: Well, and make sure that it's actually accurate, too. Maybe the problem was that the paint literally didn't tint correctly. Yeah,
2: who knows? But at least that will give us something to work with. Exactly. Maybe we can change it. Sometimes we can. Sometimes we can't. All of that will be just great information. And then talk to a color consultant and we'll get you on the right path. Right. All right, it happens to everybody. It happened to Haley. And there's, me. And there's a way through it. Don't freak out. I know it's frustrating, but it can get to good. Yes. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll be on the phone with Zach Kreger from Ayers Basement Systems mm-hmm. talking about basically standby generators. Yeah.
0: That's all just ahead, stay tuned. If you wanna take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Lite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM.
2: And we're back, and Haley and I are on the phone right now with Zach Krieger from Ayers Basement System. Zach, I believe you said you're basically the Swiss Army Knight, <laughs> right?
3: You got it. I do a little bit of everything.
2: Yeah. Hey, thanks for talking with us a little bit. We've got you on the phone, and really what we want to dig into is something. Well, I guess it's going to come as no surprise to anybody out there. Something personal for me.
1: <laughs> I
2: My power went out a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago. I can't remember. The time has blurred together. It was such yeah. a horrible experience. Y- you had
1: a really rough time with that. You complained a lot. I did. <laughs> I suffered. So really, it's personal for me, too.
2: A lot of people were affected by this power outage. <laughs> I had three days of no power. The kids couldn't charge their phones. Uh... Netflix, all of those things were off the... You know, we couldn't do any of that. And Zach, I'm looking at my refrigerator as time is going by and, you know, I'm limping along, hoping I'm going to make it, ended up throwing away a little bit of food, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that was a pretty minor experience compared to what other people have had. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand that. But (laughs) I know that you've got a solution for it. And I guess I want to talk about that. You know, whole home power when we have an outage or something. Why don't you kind of walk our listeners through. I know you said in previous conversations that this has been really big for you guys this year.
1: With all the storms.
2: Yeah, help us understand it.
1: Yeah, so we
3: became a Kohler uh, dealer, distributor, um, servicer, and installer uh, over the past 24 months. And we've just We've become really, really excited about these types of products because it helps our customers in so many different ways from uh, peace of mind to uh, just having that, that power in critical utilities when, you know, when other people don't. And so I think of times where, you know, you've got family members who may have a medical need or you know might sure. use something like a medical device and they absolutely have to have that power at all times and so um, these are these are machines that give you that added protection that peace of mind so when the power does go out you know your life doesn't stop
2: right so what does the thing look like i'm thinking it's roughly like an air conditioner kind of a thing is it about that size it sits outside permanently i don't wheel it exactly. out of my garage right
3: Exactly. And so, yeah, you, you're basically looking looking at an encased um, generator. It is about the size uh, of an air conditioning unit. I think that's that's something appropriate to kind of size it to. Um, it looks really great. Uh, Kohler does a fantastic job of cleaning it up. So, you, you know, you barely even notice it's on the side of your home. And we can get these done in, in just one day, one day installations.
1: Wow. So what's required of my home to install this type of thing? Like, can it go in anyone's home? Does it need to have a certain amount of utilities available?
3: Well, so there are a couple considerations. Um, you know, I, I, I know later on you're going to ask me the, the size of the generator and, hey, how much does one cost? Um, so I, I could kind of wrap that up in, in one statement. Basically, we need to think about how much electricity uh, or how much load is required to to properly size it? Meaning, what utilities do you need available when the power goes out? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's a well or a refrigerator, an air conditioner, or a furnace. Sure. How many you know different circuits? Um, do you have a, a refrigerator, stove? Those kinds of things, appliances. Um, that's going to determine the size of the generator. And then we have to think about you know natural gas, propane. Uh, what are you using in terms of fuel? Uh, and those are a couple of considerations that we need to think about as, as well as the electricity coming into the home. Do you have the appropriate uh, service to be able to handle the transfer switch and, and be able to kick that on?
2: All right. So if it's not, I mean, is that something you can help us get up to speed where it needs to be or is that something at that point where we just kind of part ways or we find some other solution for this?
3: Yeah, so one of the cool things about Ayer's Basement Systems is in the last 24 months, we actually uh, partnered up with Grand Bay Electric and East End Plumbing. So we're really proud to bring them underneath the umbrella of Ayer's Basement Systems with the same ownership. We wanted to find a couple companies that shared the same purpose, mission, and values and operated their business the same way that we did. And so uh, we decided to partner up with those guys, and now we're able to uh, provide electrical and uh, and plumbing services, wow. including the gas service to the generator. So we're really proud of that.
2: All right. That's really cool. We're on the phone with Zach Krager from Ayers Basement Systems. And Zach, we're talking about whole house power Power. when we have a power outage or something like that. Let's talk about the value or the benefits of what you would install over, you know, like in my situation, when the power went out, the neighbor (laughs) had a gas power, you know, just a little portable Mm -hmm. one that he rolled out there and ran that for a couple days What's the benefit of what you offer over something like that?
3: Yeah, so when you're when you're thinking about one of those um, smaller units, mm-hmm. uh, you're you're really very limited in the amount of power that one of those can actually generate. And so you're probably only looking at being able to power um, maybe a freezer or a refrigerator, get enough uh, power maybe to plug a couple phones in. You're really not um, generating enough power to to really get a main utility like a furnace or an air conditioning unit okay. up and running at that point. So. You're constantly filling this thing up with gas. You're going out to check, is it still running? Um, There's just, there's so much of a headache that goes on. And a lot of times you're not even using the one that you own. There's a lot of people that call us and say, hey, I ran across the street and I had to take 300 feet of um, extension cord and plug into my neighbors so that I could have enough power to keep my phone alive. So really what (laughs) you're looking at is just the convenience of about 10 seconds from the time that your power shuts off. You're instantaneously going to have power once the transfer switch loads over to the generator. You're going to have whole, whole home power um, as if your electricity was never turned off.
2: You know, and if that's the case and the rest of the neighborhood's down, I am turning on every light I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to let everybody know this house uh, has power. It was well, funny. looks like your
1: neighbor. Yeah,
2: that's what I was just going to say. A guy across the street and kind of off to the side, the power goes out, Zach, and like 930 at night we were thinking it was going to come back quicker than it did it took several days but 9:30 that first night everything's starting to get dark now and there's this one house where it's just lit up like a christmas tree and the guy's in his garage cutting with a table saw and <laughs> it's like why it's just showing off it's got to be just to let everybody know i've got power it's so funny <laughs>
3: that's awesome yeah, yeah i bet he was uh, i bet he was nice and cozy
2: yeah, they exactly. were. And we actually were too because it was very hot outside. I could have done with being a little less cozy, in <laughs> fact. Would have loved to have been able to run the air. So you said the process of installing one of these is a day long kind of a thing. I know that, you know, you kind of hinted at price. I know that in previous conversations before we went on air, you talked about how it's really hard to pin down. Is there any kind of ballpark? Can you just help people get an understanding? Or what do they need to do if they want more information to? You know, at least pursue this. Is this something I want or not?
3: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I want to reiterate is it just depends on the size of your home and what you're looking to accomplish. You know, like you said earlier, you may want to flip all the lights on mm-hmm. um, and, and enjoy a party <laughs> at your home while everybody else is sitting in the dark. And your neighbor yeah. may just want to make sure that their air conditioning unit is able to keep you know their home cool and they're not really worried about too much else. So sure. we just take a lot of pride in coming out asking a lot of questions understanding what it is that you're trying to accomplish so that we can pair you with the appropriate generator um if you'd like to uh to set up a free estimate give us a a buzz at 866-379-1669 or just check us out online at goairs.com
2: all right we'll put links in the show notes for all of that now zach you have partnered with us for this big paint contest that we've been running Mm -hmm. we talked about it we gave a bunch of paint to 10 10 different different winners. winners Those winners are all working on projects in their home right now as we speak. Yep. One of those people is going to be the grand prize winner, and they're going to get to choose from a number of different prizes, and those prizes are $1,000 worth of services from a number of different businesses. You're one of those businesses, and I'm wondering if you've got just a few minutes, if we could pause for now, take a break, come back on the other side, and maybe just take a few minutes to talk about some of the things that you offer You know, we talked about the generators and all of that, but there's so much more that you guys do. Maybe to let our listeners know what kind of things they could be winning if they're one of those lucky people. Yeah. And also just, you know, what they could seek you out for if they're just regular (sighs) folks. All of that. Can you hang with us, Zach? I'm hanging in there. All right. We're going to try to keep the line connected and do our best to make sure that we got a good sound connection. And we'll be right back in just a minute with Zach from Ayers Basement Systems. Stay tuned.
0: If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On news radio, Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are on the phone with Zach Kreger from Ayers Basement
2: Systems talking about all kinds of things. Ayers offers a ton of different things. We just talked about generators. And right now, Zach, in the last little bit that we've got, while we've got a decent connection with you on the phone, we want to talk about we're running a contest, Mm -hmm. and we've already chosen 10 winners who've won a bunch of paint, and now those 10 winners are all competing against each other.
1: For the grand prize. For a grand prize. Which is $1,000 in services from a multitude of companies that have partnered with us on this, and you're one of those companies.
2: And yeah, we just kind of want you to give an overview of all the different things, you know, some of the things that that winner could choose. And even more importantly, anybody out there who's dealing with any of the, the issues that you guys solve and fix, it, it's really good to just be aware there are experts out there. And, even if you're not a winner. Yeah, even if you're not, <laughs> everybody's a winner, Haley, but not a big winner. All right. So, Zach, what other things do you guys do?
3: Yeah, so we do everything from basement waterproofing, foundation repair, Uh, crawl space encapsulation to concrete leveling and lifting. As I mentioned before, uh, we can offer all things electrical and plumbing. And we actually started a franchise uh, called Hello Garage, which does polyaspartic uh, floor covering. So really excited about all the different opportunities we have to help our customers. um, And we'd be happy to help with any one of those services.
2: All right, let's talk real quickly about, um, let's see here, I wanna go to concrete leveling. I don't know that we've talked about that a lot on the show with you before. Is that a seasonal thing? Is there I mean, I'm assuming that's not a winter project. (laughs) When when can you get out and do something like that? When is the cutoff day?
3: Yeah, we're typically out doing it um, almost all year round, honestly, until the frost uh, starts to get into the ground. So typically we're going right up until uh, almost Christmas, honestly. And then we take a break, a short break until about uh, the middle of April, maybe the first of May. Once we get the ground to thaw out a little bit, we're back pumping foam and bringing concrete back up to level.
2: All right. So how big a difference can you make? I mean, I've seen videos on this. I, you know, I, I don't even know where I've seen them. Maybe your website, maybe somewhere else. But I've seen slabs of concrete raised four inches or more. Wow. You know that that just really stinks when your concrete has sunk that far. But what, how big a difference can you make in somebody's on somebody's driveway?
3: Yeah, so I mean, I've seen I've seen even bigger uh, lifts than that. I've seen five to six to seven inches in some wow. cases. Uh, we also use this as a stabilizing agent while we're doing foundation repair. So um, it's got a lot of different interesting uses. We do a lot of pool decks around pools. Uh, we do sea walls on the outside of, of lakes and retention huh. types of walls. So lots of different applications. And uh, honestly, the outcomes are amazing. Um, we are kind of our internal motto has become why replace it when you can lift it and you know you you really avoid those uh quilting type patterns where you see the mismatched concrete I see that all the time and it just it looks nicer you get a better result and oftentimes it's much cheaper just to lift it back into
2: position well I got to get you out to look at my house because I'm sick of shoveling
3: and oh <laughs> I build up a
2: really good head of steam, and then I hit that crack, oh and you my almost gosh. impale yourself. Yeah,
1: I know exactly what you're talking right? about. Yep, it's that's no the same thing. It's no a
2: doubt. stressful experience. <laughs> so how quick a process is that? I mean, I, you come out, I'm I'm assuming you're drilling holes in the concrete, maybe a quarter inch, maybe a 50-cent piece. How big are the holes that you drill?
3: Yeah, they're about dime-sized holes. Okay. And uh, something really interesting that we've, that we've uh, taken on is we actually will fill the joints and any cracks and we're able to blend that in with a sand mix. So you barely even know that we were there by the time that everything's nice and level. Uh, It looks great. Customers really tend to enjoy it. And I think for me, it's more about protecting people's homes a lot of times people have some pretty crazy trip hazards that they deal with or there's things that can harm their vehicle while they're entering their garage so just really you know it's a quality of life thing but i think it's a health and safety thing as well
2: yeah shoveling in shoveling injuries are real haley (laughs) so anyway i love that concrete leveling you guys do that basement waterproofing you've got a number of different ways you can approach some problems down there, right?
3: Yeah, most of the time, um, we, we want to fix things from the inside out, and the reason for that is we're able to provide a lifetime warranty um, that's fully transferable if you ever decide to sell your home. So, we've been doing this for over 45 years now. Um, I feel like, you know, we're the industry leader in terms of knowledge and best practices, and so we're part of a dealer network of 150 other um, basement systems contractors in North America, and um, combined we have about over 800 years of experience in doing this so well, that's, that's our flagship product uh, along with crawl space encapsulation we're really good at it and I think the best thing about our company is we we partner with our customers so that we can understand their key outcome you know why they want to accomplish these goals and, and how they want to use the home in a more uh, more efficient manner and we take a lot of pride in helping people the right way.
2: That All right. So
1: sense. I have one more thing oh, yeah. I want to ask about because this is something that we talked about last year, maybe around the same time, but it was insulating your foundation. And it sounded like it was a fairly affordable process that would make a big impact. And now I'm in a home and I have noticed over the past couple of months that I don't have any insulation there. Can you tell us about that one more time?
3: Yeah, I think that's huge, and that that really comes down to just understanding um, what a thermal break is. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking that, you know, if I put – fiberglass insulation, either in my rim joist, which is the area just above the foundation uh, before your floor, or if I just roll some bat, you know, some bats, uh, insulation Mm -hmm. bats into the floor system that things should be warmer. And the truth is your thermal break is actually at your foundation wall. So you want to make sure that you're insulating both the, the concrete or block walls along with your you know with your rim joist and you can do that using spray foam which is really uh the most efficient cost effective way to do that for a permanent solution so we've gotten into that uh we've gotten into that um into that field into that industry we're really good at it we understand kind of the dynamics and how that is sure. going to affect the home and it just makes such a big difference with energy savings cost savings and and making you know the floor more comfortable on your feet
2: yeah airs basement systems who would think you cover as many so things as you much. do.
3: Really yeah, cool. we're really trying to, uh, to just be a one-stop provider so that we can provide that remarkable contractor experience from, from the ground down.
2: All right, so what areas do you cover? You know, our listening area, and how far do you reach?
3: So uh, with Ayers Basement Systems, we actually covered the entire state of Michigan. We're really proud of that. Um, and actually northern Indiana, uh, as far as Grand Bay Electric and East End Plumbing go, mm-hmm. we're typically about an hour uh, to 90 miles outside the Grand Rapids market. So okay. we will uh, do a little bit of traveling uh, for that. But yeah, as far as airs goes, uh, we will definitely, you know, we'll come to you.
2: All right. A lot of different services, a lot of solutions for a lot of potential problems that people are dealing with. If you have nearly impaled yourself while shoveling, you know what to do now, right?
1: If you want to light your house up like a Christmas tree when the power's out. When the
2: power's out. yeah. Yeah. All of those great things. Ayer's Basement Systems. How do they best get in touch with you, Zach?
3: Yeah, you can hop online and uh, check us out at GoAirs.com, or you can give us a call at 866-379-1669, and uh, we'll set you up with a free estimate
2: Excellent. Zach Krager from Airs Basement Systems, thanks for talking with us on the phone. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and kind of soldiering through the bad connection at times. (laughs) Thanks, Zach.
3: Always appreciate you guys. Thanks so much.
2: Well, Haley, we mentioned in those last two segments with Zach this big paint contest, mm-hmm. we ran it a couple of weeks ago. We gave away 10 prize packages worth $150 each, Right. worth of Benjamin Moore paint. Exactly. 10 winners. And now those winners are right now working furiously.
1: On their projects. Yeah, to yeah. complete
2: their projects. Coming up in a few weeks, they're going to be submitting before and after pictures to us, which we'll post online. And then we're going to have the listeners and everybody we can get come and vote on their favorite Project. Yes. And the winner, the one who gets the most votes, is going to win a $1,000 prize package. We have mentioned in the past, I want to mention again, this Mm -hmm. is why we're talking about it. Three of the people who vote, three random voters, are are also also going to win $150 worth of Benjamin Moore paint. Exactly. There's still opportunities to win if you weren't one of the 10. But these prize packages, we're, we want to highlight those briefly in the last part of the show here because we've had a number of businesses partner with us mm-hmm. sponsoring these packages and we want to highlight them and we will because we'll be interviewing a lot of them in the upcoming weeks. But right, right just now, just like
1: we did with Zach with Air's Basement, you know, they've donated. Their services to right. be chosen as a potential prize package, but Johnson Carpet, who we've talked to a number of times, they're sponsoring this as well. So you could get a thousand dollars potentially of flooring for your home with them.
2: Yeah. Or whatever they offer, all kinds of different things. Yes. Lauren Figueroa, an interior designer. Right. So you can get consulting done and not have color mistakes in your home. <laughs> and let's see here. Dean Veltman. Yeah. Uh, a he's painter. a painting contractor. He does well all kinds of painting, but one of the things he's been on the show talking about in the past were kitchen cabinets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again... If you're looking to you know, get, get that right. done for you, <laughs> yeah, Dean Veltman and, and who else? Landscape Design Services. Yes. So landscaping stuff. Outside work. We'll be talking to them in the upcoming weeks. I think next week.
1: Yes, exactly. We'll be in the studio
2: with Kelly Carp from Landscape Design Services. So we really appreciate all of these businesses who've chipped in. You're going to be hearing more about them in the upcoming weeks.
1: Yes. Even if you're not a winner, you can still at least learn about some services. Maybe that's right for your home and it'll get you on your your way.
2: Exactly. All right, that's it for today. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to find it again, you can find it online at RepcoLite.com. I'm Dan Hansen.
1: I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.